Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Hi, hello, and I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for joining me on the pod today. You can find it most everywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can also find it right there in the WDBO app on demand. And you can also find me on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us right there in the WDBO app outside of Orlando. Well, FIFA has spoken and Orlando has been snubbed on Thursday of this week. FIFA announcing its host cities for the 2026 World Cup and the city of Orlando was left on the cutting room floor. Miami got in. So did Los Angeles and San Francisco, New York City, Boston, Atlanta, Dallas, Philadelphia, Seattle, Houston, in Kansas City, but Orlando was snubbed, as were the cities of Washington, D.C., Cincinnati, Denver, and Nashville. Now, remember, Orlando was a host city for the 1994 World Cup, but FIFA chose not to come back to Central Florida this go-around. Now, even if you're not a soccer fan, and I'm not the biggest soccer fan in the world, but we're talking about an economic impact of about three Super Bowls here, of about $500 million to an individual city. So it was a very big deal. And the question is, why? With what we looked at as a solid bid, the infrastructure we have in Orlando, the number of hotel rooms, the soccer heritage that has been created in Central Florida, and with Orlando being home to the world tourism mecca, this one hurts. There's no doubt about it. So why did we get the snub? Jason Siegel is the president and CEO of the Greater Orlando Sports Commission, and he joins me right now here on the Inez Says Podcast. Kansas City makes it. Philadelphia makes it. And we don't. Like, Kansas City, I mean, come on. I mean, like, I, okay, Kansas City steak and the whole thing. Philadelphia, the yeah. cheese steak. And I was just in Philly a couple of weeks ago. It's a pit. Like, what the heck happened here, Jason? Now, wait a minute. That's my home city. I know what it is. I don't city. care. And, and the only and the only thing that could have been worse is if you were playing, like, Dallas Cowboy highlights one this morning. <laughs> Instead, you went with Miami cheering. Uh, but that's okay. <laughs> what the heck happened, my man? Where, where do we go wrong here? Yeah, I mean, we we listen. We we understood the uh, the assignments, and we knew uh, how challenging the opportunity and the task was. And uh, you know, I said it last night uh, with uh, you know Mayor Deming sitting right next to me. We uh, we really were in full control of what we were able to do. And it's a, uh, it's a, you know, it's a competitive bid process. So we, we truly, at the end of the day, we'll find out, <clears throat> I'm sure, to some degree what the other bids look like. But, 
oh gosh, you know, Scott, there were 50, 60 different points of differentiation. And when you went through and checked each box, ultimately FIFA found other things in certain categories or certain financial uh, promises that were made relative to amounts of funding. Um, you know, hard to put your finger on it today, um, but uh, we know that uh, we put a great bid in front. And, um, you know, interestingly enough, uh, we got a note uh, from FIFA last night. There's still uh, quite a few other opportunities around uh, the World Cup uh, that we'll take a look at and evaluate. And uh, there's still uh, opportunity to participate. But, you know, we're, we're brutally disappointed. Sure, I, I understand that. Give me FIFA's number before this interview is over with, and I'll I'll call them and tell them to sit and spin. Um, did, did we? Get in line. I, and, get, and, get and, in line. I, I hear you. You don't have to answer this question. This is this is a hypothetical. Did we not grease enough FIFA palms? Is that? I mean, I'm just wondering no, aloud no, no, here. No, no, no. You, again, no, you don't no, have to answer that. No, to their credit, to their credit, uh, very transparent uh, from the standpoint of. Uh, uh, we, we knew that, um, and, and, and believe me, we had uh, conversations with our counterparts in other cities. Everyone played it pretty tight to the vest, but um, everything that was happening along the way uh, was the same uh, sets of conversations that were happening with our colleagues in, in the other cities. So uh, to their credit, I think this group, even the way that they went about the original voting process uh, to, uh, to pick USA, Canada, and Mexico, uh, in 2000, uh, in 2018, they voted to bring them here for 2026. Uh, everything up and up, and uh, you know, good good people there. Listen, there are partners. We do a lot of business with FIFA, with U.S. Soccer, with Concacaf. Um, we, uh, you know, we'll we'll take the high road and, and look to the future because uh, there's there's a lot more uh, out there and at stake in the future. You are much more diplomatic than I ever will be. I admire that. I'm looking at most of these cities that were chosen here, Jason Siegel. Many of them have new or relatively new NFL stadiums, and I, and I wonder, did that play into their decision, knowing that we have a you know a Camping World stadium that's been around a while? It's not technically an NFL stadium. Did that maybe have something to do with it? Yeah, listen, I mean, we're 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 not uh, you know tone deaf. Uh, we we understand what uh, you know what assets we have at our disposal and. You know, if you take a look at Camping World Stadium, sure. Um, you know, we we had less suites. Um, there was, you know, uh, you know, sort of this math around uh, the yield that could come out of each of the stadiums. So, in a sold-out situation with uh, certain per caps for food and beverage, for you know, hospitality, um, you know, those calculations were done. Uh, but uh, what a lot of folks wouldn't know. Um, because of the uh, the closed bid process is certainly uh, what we were able to <clears throat> provide and promise uh, relative to counterbalance some of that. So at the end of the day, it wasn't enough. Miami gets in and we don't. We've already talked about that, but that really chafes my hide. How does Miami get in and we don't? Is, is it because of their NFL stadium down there? What, what do you think? You know, hard to say. Um, we We had a good feel for what was going on in Miami and uh, we have, uh, you know, colleagues that uh, are in similar roles to mine that uh, I interact with uh, and we bid against for multiple events. Um, so we have a good sense of uh, what they may or may not have promised or what they may or may not have 
uh, put in their bid. But um, I guess at the end of the day, it, it did come down to potentially it maybe did come down to Miami or Orlando. Mm-hmm. Others will speculate that um, there were probably two or three other cities uh, that we were probably neck and neck with. And, uh, you know, all in all, at the end of the day, I think for us, the important thing is you have to go back, you evaluate. Uh, we'll sit down with them. We uh, we know that we'll debrief. We'll get an understanding of uh, where we may have come up short. And uh, and then we work to the future. I've got uh, – our team has – oh, goodness, Scott. We've got 150, you know, opportunities that we're working on right now, you know, a couple billion dollars worth of business for the future. Um, March Madness is 272 days away <laughs> from coming to Orlando along with uh, – I mean, goodness gracious, we have a – 210 to 250 million dollar event going on right now at the uh, at the convention center with AAU volleyball. We will continue to do what we do best, and that is to host. We have an incredible tourism community. We have a, an incredible uh, group of uh, industry leaders, and uh, we collaborate like no other city. And uh, uh, I would imagine that uh, uh, you know. We'll, uh, we'll continue to be successful as we always have. This is a tough one, and it certainly stings because of the uh, amount of work and the amount of time that our team, our staff, uh, so many, you know, Mayor Dyer from day one, um, you know, our mayor was at everything, was at absolutely everything. At every point, at every turn, he was with us in Houston for a site, you know, for a, for a workshop. He was on every single call. He was on uh you know, work tirelessly with us. So I'm disappointed uh, for so many people in this community who are, you know, big soccer fans, but with, you know, listen, with Brightline uh, up and running, it'll be a quick trip down to Miami and uh, we will, uh, we will go on and we'll do uh, what we do, which is support uh, sports tourism here in our community and and in the state as well. You guys did a marvelous job. Unfortunately, FIFA did not see it that way, but hopefully next time around we will be on that list. How's that for being diplomatic? That was pretty good, wasn't it, Jason? I like that. That was pretty good, Scott. Uh, You're you're coming around, pal. You're coming around. That's about all I got. I don't mind. I don't mind the the occasional spiteful, you know, jab. (laughs) Uh, It's okay. Again, thanks to the president and CEO of the Greater Orlando Sports Commission, Jason Siegel. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says Podcast. Join me on the radio every single weekday with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.